Okay. <clears throat> well, I'm Ted. Oh, I'm Ray. Are we starting the podcast? Do you not want to start the podcast? <laughs> I can be ready for the podcast. We're recording. You want me to edit this? <laughs> um. <laughs> Emotionally, are we ready for the podcast? So, guys, it's been a hot, hot minute. Mm-hmm. We don't want to talk about it, actually. Mm. So, just pretend... New year, new me, uh, Barbie podcast back. Barbie slaps, we're back. <laughs> Barbie slaps back now. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it, it doesn't, it kind of hurts because it's little and plastic. She got a little hand. Oh. <laughs> God, did you know I don't get wordplay? That took me so long. Wordplay hard. <laughs> yeah, I'm Ted. I'm I'm Ray. Are you? Are you sure? <laughs> no. What What do you want to be today? Someone who watched a Barbie movie. <laughs> um, this time we. <laughs> I'm Ted, and that's Ray, and this is Barbie Slaps. Just like you, just like you, you just like me, you just like me. It's something anyone can see. A heart that beats, a voice that speaks the truth. Yes, I am a girl like you. Uh, we watched Barbie and the I as the Island Princess. It's mm-hmm. specifically it's as the Island Princess. Yes. Again, music by Arnie Roth. Kelly Sheridan is Barbie. Wonderful. Great. 85 minutes. Canadian. (laughs) I love it when you're on the Wikipedia page. I don't, I can't rely on my notes anymore for the plot. So we are now doing wiki for the plot. (laughs) Um, So we open up to Saji and Azul. Saji is a red panda. Azul is an Indian peacock, I guess. They are married. I cannot stress this enough. They are a gay couple. Like, the the film starts out with, you know... They're coming out, uh, and he's all like, What, what a night! night. What, what a storm! storm. And Azul... <laughs> I don't know. He says, I was almost blown out of our tree. Our tree. Our tree. They live together. They... Like, it's... They don't have a family yet. It's just it's these just two. The two. It's of these them. two and their adopted daughters. Eventually, they get their daughters in a little bit. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So that they're a gay couple who's ready to settle down. They have and start a family, down, but yeah, they're they're ready to adopt. Well, um, Azul isn't quite ready, but Saji, with his heart of gold, is gonna do this. This movie is just stealing ideas from many Disney films. Yeah, several of them. It's anyways. Gay uh, interspecies dads, just like Lion King. Yeah, just like Lion King. Um, they're literally queer coded. Like Azul, literally queer coded. Yeah. Like I'm not even. You don't even have to try with that. Yeah, no. But that's what so they did. with Azul, he's very queer coded. But then, oh, I'm gonna help dress you up in this dress up montage, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> you're gonna have Saji do that? Okay, because that's her dad. Anyways. Um, so they, there's a big storm, they wake up, um, and they're all like, ooh, some things washed, washed ashore. There's a nice chest that they open, and there's 
fancy things inside, and Azula's trying things on. He's got some bracelets around his neck. Um, Prince Azul enjoys the finer things in life. Yes. Prince Azul. And then Saji is all like, Azul, look. And there's part of a mast, I think, and a flag. And a little girl has washed up. And she's alive still. And Azul is all like, good, she can swim back to wherever she came from. <laughs> and Saji's like, dude, we gotta, we can't let her die. She's small. <laughs> um, So that's how we start off. Uh, the chest of belongings have part of a nameplate on there and it just says Ro. So this is our main character, Ro. Barbie as Ro. Mm-hmm. With, it's R-O and then there's a bunch of stuff scratched off. Mm-hmm. So like, you're like, oh, intrigue. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of the opening of this film and I'm thinking of like the overture and the dolphins uh, swimming and the water. The water physics ain't bad. The water physics ain't bad. I feel like... I don't quote me on this. I mean, you can because it's a podcast, but uh, <laughs> not having watched the films next to each other, I can't say for sure. But I feel like they've improved since like Mermadia. Oh, for sure. Yeah, everything's improved since Mermadia. <laughs> Anyways, just thought I'd mention that. that I like graphics. the overture also. Hmm. I'll have things to say about songs later, probably. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take a quick side note. Um, we are going to quote. Juice, our friend, our good friend Juice, um, <laughs> who knows music things and knows Barbie and who I respect greatly and love immensely. Juice, we love you so much. Juice, you're the love of my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> so specifically, they pointed out to us and me because I was like, hey, Juice, will you just talk about some music stuff? I like it when you talk about music stuff. And they were like, okay, <laughs> will I? <laughs> So this is specifically in the South Seas. They say this. They say we are in the Southern Seas, in the thing. Um, And we decided that their kingdom that they go to is probably in the Iberian Peninsula. Peninsula? Okay. Um, Where's the Iberian Peninsula? (laughs) I don't know I don't know. So uh, the Iberian Peninsula is probably where the kingdom is, and the island is South Asian-based. Um, um, specifically, I was looking, and it looks like it's, like, Southeast Asia. Yes. Down, yeah. Old, old, uh, transcripts that we, of our conversation in Discord, and, <laughs> uh, they are clearly in South Asia, or near the Indian Ocean. Yes. Um, Juice is very upset by the choices of music motifs. The music slaps. We're, the music is good. <laughs> Jot that down. But... Uh, specifically, I want to point out that they use very Cari- Caribbean music. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And a quote is, The sonic landscape of the island princess gives the listener only what they would expect to hear as a tourist. So mm. we aren't getting South Asian music. We're getting Caribbean music. Um, And the original island princess took place in the Canary Islands. So Caribbean, Caribbean? music would make sense for that. Wait, you just said something very interesting. The original Island Princess? Bro? Yeah? <laughs> it was like... The, the, wait. <laughs> There's source material for this? Bro? Bro, this was not information that I had. You didn't know this? No, uh, I didn't know that. The, uh, the Island Princess, I, I don't know when it came out, but yeah. Wait, like a film? Yeah. What? 
<laughs> I think it was like 1980s. That's so interesting because they made a very specific choice to set it in Southeast Asia. Like, so, uh, 1954 I... film. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the Island Princess is a late Jacob Bean tragic comedy by Joan Fletcher, initially published in the first Bureaumount and Fletcher folio of 1647. Yeah. And there's a... Tragic comedy? Uh, 1954 Italian Spanish comedy film. Uh, wait, I have to... Hold up. Give me a second. I'm, I have to... <laughs> I have to know what this is about. What's the synopsis? Okay. There's some Portuguese guys. Uh, the Spain come, the Canary forces rise against the castle. Oh, no. There is some... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm reading this Wikipedia page and it's really bad. Uh, um, so... Uh, an officer falls in love with the king's daughter. There's difference in their status. The high priest poisons the king, tries to marry the princess. Well, poisoning is in this a feature. <laughs> Other than that, I don't... There's war because she loves this okay, officer. Okay, is the princess, like, okay, so does she, is she from an island nation? She's from the Canaries. Okay. Okay. Wow. This movie messed up everything that they could, huh? <laughs> We're going to talk about whiteness later. (laughs) We're going to talk about colonization. Just a little bit. A little sprinkling in there. Um, Anyways, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the motifs of the music and note that it is more Caribbean versus... When uh, they very specifically said it in Southeast Asia, like... Yeah, they say the Southern Isles. The yeah, the, and the, the type of animals we've got a the red type panda. Of animals specifically, the names that they have. Yep, are all Azul. Asian at least. Yep, <laughs> Tika. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Anyways, but but I I just don't understand this choice that they've made that they would set it somewhere very particularly and like actively make because that the setting and then just it's not, made for the and then just white, make it islandy it's made for the like, white layman yeah that's what, yeah. We, that's what children but, view as an island okay but that's not what they did for an island they didn't make it in the caribbean or whatever no, but all of and their so, motifs and their you know they're all like Ooh, we've got coconut glasses and mint with molasses, and we've got you know little tiny umbrellas, and we're making mud pies, and yes, it's all very very tropical. And I just yeah, but I, if that's what they're doing, I don't understand the choice of, of a South making Asian. of making that specific setting in the first place. I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't <laughs> know why weird... they've done this. <laughs> why have you done this? It's a weird, <laughs> weird choice. Um. So, anyways. They take in Roe. Um, so we, it's 10 years later. Uh, we open with a musical number. They're singing Here on My Island. Um, and we are, jo- their family has gained a new member since then. Oh, yeah, they have. <laughs> um, I need to point out. So uh, 10 years later, uh, Rose learns to speak with animals. She's a beautiful young woman. She's, She's wearing a towel. She, they have a baby elephant named Tika now with them. Uh, she has a white wrapped dress kind of thing around her. Um, so, yeah, the most un... That she would be so tan. She and her clothing would not be white. 
It'd be Mm -mm. dirty. Like, yeah, she had a lot of fabric in that uh, chest. I'm sure that could last her and that she could kind of fashion to fit. But a white cloth? (laughs) Why is that their choice? And it has to do with uh, the the forced feminization of (laughs) women. And uh, so Tarzan has like... um, A loincloth. Yeah, he has a loincloth. What's the female version of that? A towel wrapped around your body. Yeah, it's not good. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so we were talking about how she's incredibly pale and it doesn't make much sense. Mm-hmm. You know, just given the setting once again. I was watching Priscilla Menezes on YouTube did a video on Barbie Island Princess and its colonial undertones. <laughs> and she pointed out that Roe is the palest Barbie in the movie franchises. Like, we were like, is that, is it just, like, a choice based off, you know, does she just have, like, a specific skin tone? Interesting. And so she's always this pale. She's not. She's Uh -uh. extra pale in this one. They didn't want any association with a person on an island being a person of color. Bro, okay, okay. What? (laughs) I'm like, well, at what? That's what it seems like. That mm-hmm. seems to be what's going on here. I don't know that I'll get into it right now. This plot does not function if Roe is not white. Yeah. If he found a person of color on an island who was wearing, like, scampy clothing and speaking to animals, they'd be all like, weird wild woman. They would not be all like, oh, a poor shipwrecked person. Yeah. Uh, it's only functions because she's a white woman. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Weird. I don't, I don't know that I like that, actually. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. What, when I realized that, that the plot only works because of whiteness. Huh. In order to be less problematic, they had to be white. <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah. And so, um, I also watched Are They Gay came out with a video about the Barbie films and, like, you mm-hmm. know, uh, queer themes. Yeah. Did not talk about Island Princess, but was talking about how Barbie is Barbie films are liberating in a sense that they have like nice themes, but also that they uphold the status quo at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so in their efforts to uphold status quo and to not be at all offensive ever, Barbie films end up upholding what is offensive about our society in the first place. Yeah. While not really saying anything because they don't want to make any big swings. Mm-hmm. This is too much for before we've actually done the plot summary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get there. It's okay. Um, I'd like to talk about Tika, our newest member of the the family. I don't like looking at her. Uh, note one, her eyes, she has big human eyes. And, like, a human mouth also that I don't She's appreciate. She's got large mascara. Yeah, the, the mascara. Um, mm, I, have a, I have a lot of thoughts about her. Um, she's, like, five, and she has these ridiculously long eyelashes. She's a horrible person. Maybe I just hate children, but I hate her a lot. A yeah. lot. I was, I was thinking I'm going to have to, like 
play Tika Defense Squad. No, even you though can't. I don't really like her that much. Um, I have but, a quote. Like, she is a small child, for one thing. Yeah, <laughs> like I have a, a quote. If you're five, you can't be a horrible person. Yes, you can. A five-year-old can be unpleasant to be around, but that doesn't make them a bad person. They're just five. Hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've got a quote here from our lovely roommate Andy. That is, I can forgive colonization, but the elephant is a crime against humanity. And that's a good statement. Anyways, um, quick, quick side note before we move on with the plot line about Tika and about the the song that we're singing here on my island, the trees say hello. Uh, in the promotional trailer for this, they changed the music pacing. Um, and that makes sense. You know, it's just a promotional piece. They probably have this first song and some of this anime. Like, oh, we have most of the movie animated. We'll have the voice actors sing this song. Um, and then we'll post it for the trailer. They change pr- not the whole song, but the harmonies. Those are really updated. Um, they're a little bit more tight and snappy. And they lower Tika's voice. Not like deepening but like they soften it she's not as prominent and i Mm. think they decided tika wasn't a great singer she's not a bad singer but she has a very childish voice because she's young um i wonder how old the voice actress was because she i she's it hits wrong for me like i also don't the voice acting that much either like yeah but she does feel very young like um so like specifically feels too much like acting you know where sometimes i won't like a character if they hit false for me Mm -hmm. yep which is why i don't like a lot of anime voice acting in the dubs (laughs) um sometimes Um, (laughs) dubs and subs are both accessibility features and are important but sometimes i don't like uh dubs that have like cutesy characters or whatever because the english voices are just kind of painful so anyways in the promotional trailer um she has a singing line, and it's, you know, uh, I'll take the... I'll stay here th- guarding the pie. Yeah, I'm getting there. Oh, I'll okay. take the low path, and I'll take the high path, and I'll take the path through the skies. I'll, I'll take... I'll jump the river, and, and I'll, I'll climb the mountain. And I'll stay here guarding the pie. I'll stay here guarding the pie. So we've got I'll stay here guarding the pie. Is what it was something. It goes up higher thing. than that. But and then yeah, it's a spoken I'll stay line here guarding the, the pie. I hate it. <laughs> I just hate her a lot. This is a Tika hate podcast, which is not an unpopular opinion. When we did the poll, <laughs> oh yeah, like, we did a poll. Yeah, I mean not a poll, but like. We had an audience questionnaire that was, who's your least favorite animal companion? And Tika was up there. Tika was up there. Y'all hate Tika. But, like, she's, like, five. It's fine. Okay, if you think about (laughs) it, I think, I don't think, I think that Ro is, like, her mom. If you think about their family structure. I think Azul and Saji are more of her grandparents yeah I, that makes sense and so Ro takes more of a direct mom is like you know dating some guy mm, okay if i look at it from the standpoint of her not wanting a stepdad <laughs> she can be forgiven <laughs> see okay yeah so those are our characters azul saji tika and Ro. um and then we move to prince antonio 
Um, he's your standard uh, white prince boy who doesn't want to run the kingdom and wants to explore. We met the same type in Rapunzel, I believe. He wanted to go out and explore. He got the globe that was square. No, you're thinking of Swan Lake. I'm thinking of Swan Lake. Swan Lake guy, very similar personality. Mm -hmm. He wants to go out exploring. He wants to ride horseback. He's really good, you know, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't want to settle down. Yes. So Prince Antonio is exploring the Southern Seas, and they see an uncharted island, I think, even. Yeah, it's... Um, He is with a single... How do I want to describe him? He's the royal scientist. No. Yes. <laughs> He's... What's his name again? It's um, it's Prince Antonio and his friend and royal scientist. He's portly. Yes, That's the word I want. He's very portly. Like, that's his character archetype, even. Like, you ever see a portly character? They always have a specific... Fraser. That's what... His name is Fraser. Yeah, like the guy. <laughs> like Fraser. <laughs> Frasier like Frasier? Yeah, like Frasier. <laughs> Did you know Frasier and iCarly are in the same universe? In the same city, so they could take place in the same universe. <sighs> I've seen an episode of Frasier once. J- just one? Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think my parents watched right. Frasier. I don't like comedy, so I probably haven't watched a lot. <laughs> I'm a really boring person. I don't like comedy. I don't like people. I don't like doing things. I don't like action movies. I think they're boring. I like Barbie. (laughs) So maybe I'm not boring and I'm the most interesting person on the planet. (laughs) Doesn't like action or comedy, but likes Barbie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways, they're out exploring. We do not, I need to point this out, we do not once see a crew member it is only no. these two. Yeah. You cannot run a ship with two people. Sailing is so hard. <laughs> and I imagine they just didn't animate the crew or maybe no, they, they didn't, didn't think like about it. it. But I was, and I think I haven't ever thought about that even before. It was just this past time when we were rewatching it and taking some notes. And I was like, wait a, wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> wait a gosh darned. Where is his crew? <laughs> what? Are they, what? Anyways, so they dock their boat and they. Um, I like Antonio's song. I, I yes. like colonizer music. It kind of slaps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in Pocahontas when they're yeah, all like, the old, I was just thinking about that. The the digging song and they're putting their stakes. Oh, down. I wasn't even thinking about the digging oh. song. I was thinking about the opening song in Pocahontas where oh. they're all like. Do, 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 87, we sailed the open seas. <laughs> Colonized it, her music slaps. And I think, hear me out, I think it's because villain music slaps. <laughs> I, I don't know. Preminger? It's a, kind of a bop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> People always go all out for villain music because they, they want it to be fun. Okay, but it does not slap like a villain song. No, it doesn't. It doesn't it's, have that it's energy. Different. Like, the energy is more like... It's a pipeline. <laughs> okay. Colonizer to villain music pipeline. Um. So they're exploring this island. Yeah, I like Antonio's little song here. Uh, 
Yeah, I think they do a very good job with this music. This movie as a musical. The it's, score. The like, score is very nice. Um, it's very densely musical. Um, the music is paced well, though. So I feel in Frozen, the first half of that movie is very musical heavy, and then the second half has like a reprise or two. And I don't know. I worry sometimes that it's just like I'm getting older, and so now. It, like, hits different when mm-hmm. a movie transitions into a song, and it doesn't feel quite as natural no, as it did I when do... I was younger. Well, that, too, you can overlook things as you're a child. I think we are simply more critical. Mm-hmm. Which is a two-edged sword, because you can't enjoy things as much, as easily, because your your brain has been trained to be critical of things. It's really hard to enjoy certain things. Like, I can't watch things with fun, goofy little hacker movies with my sister because she knows computers, <laughs> she knows science, and so she's all like, that is wildly inaccurate, and then goes off. And that kind of, it's fun to make fun of movies like that or to pick up things, but sometimes you just want to enjoy a movie. And as an adult, I think it's harder because, I don't know, people are all like, oh, you have to have better taste. And so you're so critical and judgy of things. At least I am. <laughs> See, and I am much better at just enjoying things than you are. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm like chill, but like every time that I watch a Disney movie, I'm like, were there any songs in that? It yeah, felt like there were like three, and they stood out and were weird. But <laughs> then I'm like, yeah. no, it was just a normal musical. I'm just weird about it now. <laughs> yeah, so it's really hard for me to tell if modern Disney movies have weird pacing and weird plots that don't feel very deep or something, or if because then I watch old movies and I'm like, yeah, this is fine. Is that the nostalgia speaking? Or do are they marketing children movies to children differently now? Or do they believe that there's a different format? Hmm. Anyways. I'm the only one in the household who liked Encanto. <laughs> I didn't dislike Encanto. <laughs> it was very, it was cute and it was fun. And I enjoyed the music. And I think the characters were very good. But it was very character heavy without, it was very saying what was going on instead of showing. I don't know. I kind of disagree. I don't know. This is not an Encanto (laughs) video podcast. Um, I went to watch Encanto today by myself because I wanted to watch it in the theater. Um, I was the only person there. It's the saddest thing you've ever seen. I didn't even wear my mask because I was the only person... (laughs) In the theater at 1 p.m. watching on Encanto Tuesday. <laughs> on Tuesday. That's hilarious. <sighs> I, I, I've been thinking, I can just take myself to the theater. I can just go watch movies when I want to. I don't know, man. It's The vibes aren't great. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, if there were other people around you, it would have been mm-hmm. maybe less weird. But COVID safety, so. Yeah, good. Good. I work retail, guys. There is no safety. There's me and my mask and all of my co-workers who don't have masks. Even though they're supposed to. Oh, oh, the, the company changed their minds. Oh, they're did like, they? We're leaving it to the states now. And oh, like, great. <laughs> That'll go over well here. I hate our governor. <laughs> okay, back to Barbie. What yeah. were we even talking about? Um, Antonio and Frasier yes. have landed on the island they are exploring. Um, I sort of like Frasier. We don't get a lot of him in this movie. We don't get a lot of Frasier. Um, I like him just fine. He's a science boy. Yeah. he's a- Like, he doesn't do good things in the film. 
mostly he does colonization and science things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, he seems like a pleasant little gentleman. I think we have to take a step back to before Antonio. Because oh, we yeah the song we missed it. Yes. So, sorry. Rewind. Reverse. Reverse. <laughs> we have we're we're on the island. The skies are blue. Everything is great. Um, that's how their day goes. And then we switch, and they are in a tree. I need to note that yes, peacocks sleep in trees. Mm-hmm. Peacocks and red pandas both sleep in trees. Elephants sleep standing up. Unless they are domesticated and then they might lay down. Tika lays down. <laughs> and um, Ro also sleeps in the tree. They have some nice setup. So uh, Tika is on the ground and she's having a nightmare and she's kicking the tree. And that causes Azul to fall. And um, if Ro is Tika's mom, does Tika count as domesticated? I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. Okay. That- <laughs> domesticated elephant yeah um so tika's all like i'm sorry maybe i'll just stay up for a while like all night um and ro is all like me too and she's like really and so ro and tika kind of hang out um i just didn't like how it's phrased because okay i i would like to know if tika isn't an adult voicing a child i would assume so based on the voicing because it is an adult voicing a child all of the dialogue feels manipulative yeah it's not supposed to be that is not the intention of the film tika is an innocent child but (laughs) it feels like she's gaslighting us (laughs) she because you could be like i had a nightmare maybe i'll stay up like all night do you know what i mean like that could be delivered not in a manipulative way but she's like, I'll stay up, like, all night. And it's like she's wanting to garner your sympathy. She wants attention. She And I, I it, it rubs me the wrong way. But she's surprised when Ro does offer to stay up with her. She's not expecting it, but it no. seems like she's expecting it yeah. because of the way the line is voiced. And so, and maybe that is just how the lines are voiced. Re- I, mm, I don't like it. <laughs> I do not like it. I've, I've got yeah, a child. I've, and the voice acting yeah. does not garner sympathy so like shiver was on thin ice because one (laughs) she was on ice and two she was a polar bear and i really like polar bears they're my favorite animal so i was like okay shiver you're cute but all you do is cause problems (laughs) tika is an elephant i can't say i'm fond of elephants and all she does is cause problems even bibble does not only cause problems. Only in, like, the third movie when they, like, took back all of his characterization. <laughs> Gosh. The second movie, like, yeah, he did some things that were kind of childish and selfish, but that's kind of to be expected from a younger, like, presented character. But, like, he learned, and then they were all like, oh, Bibble has to learn the se- the, the thing of sharing. <sighs> that was his big reveal third fairytopia movie sorry i'm still upset about that um so they go up um they look at the stars and she points them out they all have stars azul has two and looking at this star formation it looks very similar to cassiopeia or maybe perseus from upside down or something yeah i wanted to see if i could like figure out what it actually was i don't know that it's either of those we took astronomy (laughs) 
I only remember Cassiopeia and Cygnus and the Summer Triangle. Anyways, every time consecutively that we see this star formation, it's a different formation. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. The stars are in different places. Uh, so it's like star, 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 two stars, star or something. Because it is like a W and Azul's are really close together. Um, the double star moves its position each time. <laughs> um, and then it's not always like a W. Sometimes they're more spread out. They just like, she's all like, we've all got stars. That one's mine. That one's yours. Blah, blah, blah. And every, because that's kind of a thing now that represents their family. So you can look up at the night sky and we'll always be together. That's great. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. They always change. And if it's that important of a plot point to the movie, or, or it's like a very symbolic thing, mm -hmm. wouldn't you think <laughs> that the stars would look the same every time? I don't even care if the surrounding stars are the same. Whatever. But those stars. <laughs> give me Cassiopeia, please. Anyways, Rose sings a little song um, to help Tika calm down, maybe go back to sleep. Tika's like, can you sing the song? And she's like, okay. And she sings a little song. And then Tika's like, can you sing the second verse? But Ro can't remember it very well. Um, so we are now inclined to believe that this is a lullaby, probably from her past that her mother used to sing to her. Mm -hmm. Or somebody in her family. Um, that song is so good. It's very like, good. Like, uh, never mind. We'll talk about music <laughs> later. <laughs> okay. So... Now, fast forward again, you know, that all happens. They go back to sleep, blah, blah, blah. Antonio lands on the island, singing his little colonizer song. And they're like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, they're all like, it doesn't look like me or me. Uh, what's their <laughs> rhyme? It's all like, it has no trunk. It, it has, has no, no tail. It's not a fish. It's not a whale. It has no feathers, I can see. see I've got to say, it looks like me. me. <laughs> so, uh... They're all watching these people, and then he's singing his little song, and then he trips down a slope, and then they both slide down. And uh, what's the music there? He's all like, sun above and earth below, ah! and then he falls. And I really like that in uh, musicals and music when, specifically musicals, I think that's the only place it really comes up. But actually, no, motifs like that do come up. So when you sing high and low, you always, the brain likes it when you sing low as a lower note and high as a higher note. Um, there's a Mary, making of Mary Poppins movie fictionalized based on uh, yes. reality. And they talk about that because they say, sugar, go down and you go down with it. And that's just more pleasing to the ear. And so that's kind of a trick that you use in music. Anyways, I just really liked that they did that because Earth below and then he falls. And I thought that was cute. <laughs> okay. So they are now surrounded by. So, Frazier is all like, oh my, deep, can low canopies, uh, sh uh, shaded waters, blah, blah, blah. This looks like the perfect conditions for crocodiles, says Prince Antonio. <laughs> yes. So it's. They do some really cute kind of things like that in this movie kind of finishing things and like sh I don't know it's very cute um and the crocodiles are getting closer and they're about to I don't know pounce or whatever crocodiles do and then Rose swings in and she's all like hey now Kiki Lala whatever your names are Kiki and Taj and somebody else and Fang <laughs> um yeah 
I, I, there, there's a third it, name that I don't it's remember. Fine. Um, they're not important characters. You gotta say <laughs> these. Uh, we never see these alligators again. <laughs> um, and then Fraser is like, "Is she really talking to the animals?" <laughs> and uh, she gets the alligators to back off. She talk. She brings them. You know, she helps them get out of these waters. Uh, and then they're talking, and they're all like, "Um." So they talk, and then she shows them the chest, and they're all like, "Ro, is that your name?" She's like. I think so. It's all that's on there. Ro? How old do you think she was? Like five? Oh, that would be too young. Because then she would be 15 now. I think uh, Ro was 18. I think she was okay. probably seven or eight. So now she's se- okay. 17, 18. So then she has like amnesia from trauma rather than from just being too young to remember things. Yeah. So I think Cause she was. Because there's an eight, a, a young ten child. year time gap. So she must yeah. have been eight. So one, traumatic event. Two, she probably hit her head. Yeah. Yeah. You wake up confused, and there's nothing around you that's familiar to, you know, John. Because I was like, do you know English girl? But she she would still well, remember the language and, at least. Yeah, retro, there's amnesia, and you don't forget the things you know, you just forget, like, personal memories. Which so, is less of a thing in real life. Like, clean amnesia like that mm-hmm. uh, is pretty much fictionalized. Yeah. But um, what we think of as, like narrative amnesia yeah where you do just forget your um personal life like so all of it at once he's all like he invites her to return to his kingdom of apollonia 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 <laughs> apple <laughs> um so she can search for clues of her forgotten past um he's all like come back with me uh <sighs> okay we um, can bring you back to civilization he says you saved us now let us save you <laughs> oh yeah Okay, once again, that only happens because she's white. Also, (laughs) she does not need saving. She has a perfectly good life with her, like, actual family who loves her. So, But Prince Antonio, I don't know if he ever actually acknowledges that, like, these animals are her family and she views them all as equals. Like... He has some trouble with that in the film. Yeah, well, she's all like, she's like, I can't leave my family behind. And so he's like, yeah, you can bring your animals. So they get an elephant on the boat, which I don't know how, because they had a rowboat that they took from the big Mm. boat that they docked. They don't show us. They don't tell us. (laughs) So uh, Tika expresses reservations about going. She's not very sure. She's all like, I don't want to leave. This is our home. And Rose was like, this could be the only chance I get to know about where I'm from. There have to have been a family, parents, people that loved me that are missing me. And there is where we get the most iconic song of the film. <laughs> so uh, she gets on the boat. Very good. Uh, it's her and Antonio singing. And it's a very interesting harmony. Um, fun. It, it's it's pretty. It's all right. Um, I just think it's weird, the notes they it's choose. It's not that weird. It's... I hate it. I mean, it sounds very interesting, but I, I can't. Sing, I sung in choir a lot. Yeah. Like, it, harmonies are just like that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, the fun fact is that uh, we have this particular film on DVD. Oh, yeah. And the DVD has uh, a sing-along mode where you can decide uh, if you want to do it, like, full karaoke or if you want, like, the background vocals in it. And so... You can have it where it's just Antonio singing on the DVD. Yeah. So we practiced and we learned on the harmonies. Yeah, so it's very nice because it just takes out Barbie's voice and then we get Antonio's voice and then you can very clearly hear the harmony. So in this song, he says, 
that she is different from girls I've met before. And this is his manic pixie dream girl, and I hate it. He and says Ro, that again later, too. Yeah. Anyways, and then Ro is all like, why does he hide his feet? Why is he wearing shoes? Anyways, <laughs> but I was thinking, like, they're going from the Indian Ocean to Europe. Like, it's a long trip. It is not unbelievable that the two of them have fallen in love during yeah. this time period. Like, the rest of the movie is going to take, like, two days. But I think that we are at a reasonable time frame for them to be like, hmm, I could marry that. Yeah, so if we're thinking they're from the Iberian Peninsula, that's Spain. He's definitely Spanish. I was thinking that based on the names also yeah. in Apollonia, that it seems like they probably speak Spanish or a similar language, mm -hmm. a romance language. Antonio and Lorenzo. Yeah. Lorenzo is the pig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's an important character. Um, so, yeah, they go back to Spain or wherever they're from, and <laughs> they dock, and they leave the boat, and all of the townspeople are looking at these animals, and they are a spectacle. And Tika is very kind of upset. She's nervous. Um, Azul is soaking up this attention. Um, he's all like, bah, 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 bah. whatever. The worst part of the film is the part where Antonio mimics Azul's He's speaking. all like, can you really understand what the animals are saying? And Rose's like, yes, can't you? And he's like, no, all I hear is, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> It's so bad, I hate it. It Antonio sounds exactly like Azul, and Azul is all like, I sound nothing like that. I, I mean, I think he gets the inflection wrong, but... <laughs> So, bro, uh, the, some some guy is like, "What beasts have you brought back this time, Your Highness?" Antonio does this a lot, which seems bad. That uh -huh. he just like brings back animals. Uh huh. Um, like the Queen's pet monkey Tallulah. Yep. Like he is not bringing them back as part of a scientific expedition. He has a scientist with him, but I don't think he's just like chilling. He's just, like, traveling yeah. around, just He's stealing just stuff. He's just a traveler. He's a colonizer. Like, um, it's, yeah, there is a lot of privilege in Antonio's. Yep. So, um, Antonio, you know, he brings them out. He's getting a carriage ready, and Rose is all like, they all look like me. And Tika says, but no one looks like me. Let's but go she home. says it more angry than that. <laughs> she, yeah. She hates it. <laughs> and it's... But, but no one's so like me. Young. Let's go home. <laughs> Good. I know. I have selfish I know. bitch here, which I guess I can't call a five-year-old that, even though I will. Um. Yeah. She's just a little guy. She should stop. Anyways, uh, yeah, so he's got a thing and he's all like, you want to get in this carriage with me? And she's like, no, I'll go with my family. But Azul jumps right in the carriage. He's great. Um, um well, she was gonna get in and then Tika's like, no. She grabs her, <laughs> uh, wrist with her trunk. Anyways, they've start, they fall in love, blah, blah, blah. Yes. So we've got King Peter and Queen Danielle and they are shocked when they meet Ro and they're all like, oh, wonderful she's all his mother is all like we brought home antonio and she introduces them to Tallulah, who is all like we're from the southern seas too and she's like you can understand me and then they're talking i don't know what accent that is bro <laughs> leave me alone that's Tallulah's <laughs> accent 
Tallulah has a weird little British accent, but it's not yeah, quite that is British. pretty close to it actually. Thank you, God, <laughs> you're bullying me in my own home. <laughs> um, so then uh, Rose is talking to Tallulah, and the king is like, "Oh, what, what is, what is happening there? Yeah, like they do not like this. They do not. They like do this not at appreciate all. this at all. Um, like they don't even like they." act like she's subhuman which mm-hmm. royalty am i right so, so it's a really good thing that roe is white instead of dark skin because uh-huh. imagine them treating rose subhuman mm-hmm. uh-huh anyways you can see what associations they were trying to avoid by making her <laughs> the palest barbie yep. in any of the films like tarzan came out years before this movie and he's a white guy who has a tan yeah. because he lives outside. Yeah. But they, but they did with learn the, anything. There, there is symbolism. Um, we are supposed to imagine her as pure as uh, innocence. But that's bad symbolism. It's bad that's symbolism. That's real bad. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the king has arranged the marriage for Antonia while he was away. Because he wants his son to settle down, stop adventuring. He needs to take over the kingdom. Antonio also has three younger siblings. Younger sisters. They are not very important. No. <laughs> they uh, play a bit with um, Tika. Yes, they make friends with Tika immediately, which is nice. Yeah, they make her a giant flower crown. They hang out with Tika. So Tika has little girls to play, hang yeah, out with. The little girls, uh, they're... They start out saying, are these your pets? And Ro says, no, this is my family. And she introduces them all. And they... Immediately like, Children are that. good. Because <laughs> yeah. they're like, oh, okay. I understand the situation. And I will act accordingly. Yeah. And then they just make friends with Tika. And and talk to her and treat her like an equal. Yup. And it's They're like, all like, we're playing with Tika. Because she's our friend no now. no one else in this kingdom. Like... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Antonio's... Okay, there's an interesting tension between Antonio and his parents and them with each other, because Antonio's dad is the one who had the idea for the arranged marriage. His mom is like, uh, he wants to explore, he's not going to like this, we should have waited until he got home and asked him what he wanted. And his dad's like, no, I know what's best for my son. And so, you know, you're on the queen's side as far as that goes, but the queen is just as bad as anyone mm-hmm. else about Roe and the animals. Like, uh... <laughs> this movie is very, um, Ever After mixed with Pocahontas 2. We've got the prince with the dad who wants him to settle down and get married, and we've got the Pocahontas 2 colonization. Uh, she goes to England, and they're all like, we have to make you dress like a real girl. Um, this movie has much weaker themes than Pocahontas 2. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I am not saying Pocahontas 2 is a good movie. It's a very bad movie, but it's At interesting. They we're doing something. And they, they tried. They had they tried some things something. they were saying. <laughs> um, I don't remember if that movie... Like, that movie could be really racist, and I wouldn't remember, but... But I remember it was trying something. <laughs> but yeah. Um, the king does Barbie not... movies are too... Uh, interested in being inoffensive to like yes. actually be yeah. saying anything. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, anyways, when I'm I've been saying a lot of things. I'm not trying to be down in this movie. I love this movie. I love this movie. This movie was one of my favorites as a child. I rewatched it a lot. I really liked the music. I really liked the music. <laughs> we'll get to it later. <laughs> anyways, uh, the king does not like the Wild Island Girl. 
and she's disrupting his plans. He doesn't like how Antonio is looking at her. He doesn't like their interactions. Um, Antonio's three little sisters and Danielle's pet albino monkey, Tallulah. Apparently she's an albino monkey. Immediately really like Roe and her animals. Um, uh, speaking of questionable CGI decisions, I'm pretty sure Tallulah is just Kelly's model scaled <laughs> down. Yeah. I don't like looking at her little monkey body. It's um, not good. You're like, are you naked? Also, I just don't <laughs> like looking at monkeys. Monkeys are upsetting. Like I don't I like looking like... at monkeys in clothes because then it makes me think about monkeys without clothes. <laughs> there is an uncanny valley that comes with monkeys. Like that is too close. So I saw a that's little... just a dude. That's just a dude who lives in a tree. I saw a little vi- cute little video and they were cutting open a watermelon and there were ducks. I, I it was ducks and a monkey wearing a little hoodie sitting next to each other and uh they were they cut it open and then the ducks were eating some of the i think it was ducks it was some bird and then the monkey was eating and i was like why is that monkey wearing clothes i don't (laughs) like seeing monkeys next to other animals is the thing (laughs) so anyways uh antonio's betrothed is princess luciana princess luciana princess luciana she she likes watercolors she likes music she likes reading she likes poetry she's wonderful she's my dream girl for real she's not antonio's dream girl they if her mother were not evil and we can tell she's evil because she has a mole if her mother and because they play like evil music when she shows up i mostly the mole okay i should have asked juice about this i feel like with the music I feel like her music is Jewish coded, and I feel like oh, this is no. anti-Semitic. <laughs> oh no! I don't want to touch on that. Um. Anyways, I we already have Preminger. We already have Preminger. We already have Swan Lake, which we didn't talk about the anti-Semitism in no, Swan Lake. We weren't ready because we weren't ready. Like, not that like we like wouldn't talk about that. We like straight up didn't notice. Yeah, guys. It's so ingrained in our culture to have villains as Jewish coded that you don't even notice that that's what they're doing. You're just like, no, that's just how they make villains. Why do they make villains like that? It's because, it's because of the because Jews. Because they're coding them in Jewish. Gosh. No. Also, I'm just super sheltered, I guess. I think it was maybe a year ago and I was like, Ray, why do people hate Jewish people? It's just they, I don't get it. Because when I was raised a very uh, Christian, Lutheran Christian. Uh, I took catechism and there are Jews and Gentiles. If you're not a Gentile, you're a Jew. And if you're not a Jew, you're a Gentile. And I'm like, okay, cool. They just don't believe in the New Testament. They have uh, some other stuff. Great. And I was like, I accept that. Wonderful. And then I was like, why, why do we hate the Jewish people? And Rachel was like, it's because of their the Jews are viewed as the Antichrist or something? Some weird <laughs> bullshit like that? And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's just a religion! Leave them alone! It's just a whole culture that we decided to hate. We grew up really sheltered. Oh, super sheltered. Oh my goodness. Because when people, when you don't live in a city, people aren't openly anti-Semitic to you, but then when they are openly anti-Semitic to you, you're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I don't, so... <laughs> I've just never understood, and maybe it's because I'm super autistic, but I, I don't understand discrimination. Like, I do and I don't. Like, I understand it on a service level, but, like, 
and like in a cultural aspect level and i understand why we have it but i'm like those are just people well bro that's because there isn't any logic to discrimination yeah you're right (laughs) but specifically i'm like okay religions you have different religions great uh uh there is nothing wrong with somebody who has a religion that's great but then you see different religions and you're like okay there are actively problematic things with these religions i could understand people not liking them but then you see like base religions and you're like y'all why are we being mean to jews it's like they're just chilling <laughs> they're straight up chilling what are you guys doing anyways let's move on i'm not educated enough to talk about this <laughs> um. so luciana I firmly believe Luciana and Antonio, were they to be betrothed and get married and her mother didn't try to murder everybody, they would have a fine marriage. Right. If Antonio hadn't already fallen in love with somebody else, like, if they were politically married, they're both, like, chill. Yeah. She's a nice, pretty girl with a good header on her shoulders. Um, I feel like, yeah, he would go out and explore, but I think she could really do well with internal affairs, and then maybe he could go to different countries and be a good ambassador, a good king that, like, you know, travels to different countries and talks to people. We could write this fanfiction. Like, <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> Luciana and Antonio are politically married. Uh, Queen Ariana's scheme is thwarted some other way, and so she's in jail, and the two of them are just, like, ruling a kingdom together, but then yeah. he, like, goes out and meets Ro, and then they, like, hit it off. Oh, no! <laughs> Anyways, I do think that would be a perfectly good, valid uh, political marriage. Really good. We love Luciana. She's yes, we do. she's best girl. Um, her mother is Queen Ariana. Unbeknownst to everyone, even her daughter, Ariana's parents committed treason. <laughs> so they must have been dukes or something, dukes and duchesses. Right. They had they owned they had a land, title. They owned they land. They had a title. They were demoted to swine herds by Peter, and exiled. And exiled. And she married an elderly king, and killed him off. There are there are a lot of things in Ariana's speech in her backstory that could or could not be implied. Like. Yes. The more that you think about the things that Queen Ariana says, the more you're like, did you murder some people? Like, like, the amount of fucked up can just go, like, as high as you want. Like, right? So, yeah, so we meet, we'll get to her song in just a second. Uh, but we meet Ariana, we meet her lovely daughter, Luciana. They are introduced to Antonio. He's like, it's very nice to meet you. Father, can I talk to you for a minute? And his dad's like, you're charmed, I'm sure. Moving on. Yeah, so... Then we go back to uh, Luciana and uh, Ariana in their room, and Ariana's all like, isn't this great? And she's like, I don't know, mother. He seems kind of infatuated with the island girl. Maybe this isn't a good idea. And she's all like, no, 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 no. You are wonderful. I had you educated. I had you. She educated her daughter, and that was her mistake. (laughs) Yeah, like... The impression that I get is, like, you know, she says that she started her on the harp as soon as she could sit up. Like, she was trying to make Luciana the perfect eligible bachelorette. And she succeeded. Yes. But, I, so it seems like she just left her with a bunch of tutors and was like, okay, make her perfect. And it worked. She is perfect. But she's like, wait. Stop reading books, actually. I don't want you to think things. She, <laughs> like, like, she educated her too much. Yeah, she's like, stop 
getting ideas. Stop it. I don't like this. And Luciana's <laughs> all like, but all the books I've read say that um, true love is what's best. And she's like, no, no, stop. So anyways, Luciana goes to get ready for their tea or something. And then we do find out that Ariana is evil. She has a, a grudge against the king for, she's like, I mean, we tried to kill the king, but he didn't have to make us pig herders, pig farmers. Um, she married an old king as soon as she could. And the next day he was dead. But then when she heard the king and queen had a son, she had a daughter right away. Yeah. What it, um what is that? What does that mean? What is this timeline we're given? I don't like it like, very much. Yes. So her husband's already dead. Anyways, hey, if she had had a son, what would she have done? Did she I think she just stole the baby. Yeah. Yeah, she made it sound like she had a daughter on purpose. So like, ooh, it just I don't like to think about it too much. Yeah. Rose, like, is there somewhere? She, they're all like, we can get you a room. She's like, thanks, but I'd rather stay with my family. Um, specifically after this meeting and after realizing that Prince Antonio is engaged, yeah, uh, and like after being embarrassed in front of his parents, Ro asks to go home. Not yet. Not yet. No. Not yeah, yet. she does. She that's says at the tea party. Oh, okay. Well, then that's what that's when they're talking about. Uh, where she can stay because okay because she's like no because she's already set up in the greenhouse by then no she's not she's like I want to go home and he's like no please stay your animals will be comfortable in the stables you can have any room in the castle oh okay um so they go to have tea um she's in a nice pretty dress um Ro is she joins them but she doesn't know. Okay. Yeah, I think that that conversation must happen after the meeting because uh, I do feel like I remember that he's looking for her and finds her in the greenhouse and then invites her to tea. And so I think that after this one meeting, she is like, I would like to leave. And yes. he's like, please do not. Yep. So she's all like, this was a mistake. You're getting engaged. We can't be in love. I want to go home. Uh, and he's like, no, please stay. And so then she goes out to the stables. He's like, you can have any room in the castle. Um, your your animals will be com- comfortable in our royal stables. And she's like, I'm going to stay with my family. Um, so they all go out to the royal stables where we meet the pigs, who are very nice people. Because he's all like, oh, I can't get this itchy spot. And then Ro scratches his back for him. He's like, thank you. And she's like, you're welcome. And she's like, oh, you can understand me. <laughs> That's horrifying. <laughs> um, and they're all like, could we pardon you for some space to sleep? And maybe a tree? And they're all like, we got plenty of mud. And they're all like, mm, no thanks. <laughs> but they are very polite to them. Which shows that animals do not have classism. <laughs> You're way correct. that humans do because Prince Azul is very cordial and polite to them and he's like we couldn't impose you know <laughs> instead of saying how their mud sucks yeah um so they're all like do I think you have that a- the only reason we meet these pigs because I was thinking about it and like they don't really come back later except for that they are asleep and so we um, need to establish the pigs that are important are for Ariana's Pers- yeah. uh backstory but like them talking and stuff isn't that, mm, that yeah. important well it's also showing us that she can talk to other animals 
Mm. It's it's kind of raising that she's she's good with animals. She can talk to them and she respects them. Um, there's a little bird who we'll need to talk about in a little bit. Um, oh no, we should talk about it right now. When she first gets docked on the boat, a bird hits the mat the not the mast mm. the sail. I don't remember. And falls, and Ro catches it. And she's like, and the bird kind of sits up and just like, whoa, I'm dizzy. And she's like, are you okay? And the bird's like, yep, I'm right as rain. And then the bird flies off. Which feels like a weird scene because it doesn't really lead into anything. That bird is so important to this film. The bird is important later. <laughs> Symbolism. So, um, anyways, she goes to tea, um... She's doing everything wrong. She tries to drink the tea too fast. It's very hot. Uh, Luciana's all like, here, you have to kind of sip it slowly like this so it doesn't burn your mouth. Um, but then the mother is all like, I don't like this girl getting in the way of my plans. And she trips the waiter that is serving them food. And he trips and he dumps all of his tarts all over her nice, clean new dress. Um, Ariana specifically uh, calls out that... Uh, Tallulah the monkey has better table manners than Ro. Yeah, she's all like, even the monkey has better manners than her. <laughs> yeah, super great, Ariana. Thanks. But yeah, she, she is trying to sabotage all of Ro's attempts to fit in. Um, Antonio is more and more in love with Ro. He's like, she's great. Um, Ro is all like, I'm a failure. I want to go back to the island. Um... I hate th I hate this. I want to go home. So she goes back to the the greenhouse where they've decided to stay because they asked the pigs and the pigs were like, you can stay in the greenhouse. There's plenty of trees there. Um, we find out she moves some island flowers into the sun, out of the sun, because she's like, these don't flourish in direct sunlight. And it immediately blooms. That's important later. The island flower. The island rose. The <laughs> island rose is important. Um, anyways, she's kind of humiliated. He's all like, She's like, thank you. Okay. She does say, thank you for showing me civilization, but I want to go home. Mm -hmm. Civilization. Anyways, uh, you can tell that this lady is evil because of her rats and her mole. She has rats. They sing some little songs. And red hair. Oh, no. They're just giving us every bad stereotype. I know. Anyways, now we, it's time to undomesticate that monkey. Um, Tallulah comes and is hanging out with her, and she's all like, you could climb up there um, and get that ripe one off the top branch because they're picking some fruit. She's all like, climb up there. She's like, all by myself. And she's like, I'll hold your tiara so it won't fall off. I have very specific lines ingrained <laughs> yeah. in my brain. Um, and then she's she teaches reteaches Tallulah how to climb, and then they are swinging uh, from branches to branches, hanging out, and uh, the royal family... So something important happens. So they're kind of walking around and uh, Ariana's like, ugh, pigs, because they're showing them the grounds a little bit. And she gets uh, mud on her skirt and she's like, oh, it's fine. Where's that well? And Antonio was all like, isn't it interesting that she's never been here and she already knew we had a well just around the corner? And his dad, Peter, is like, you're right, that is kinda. But then he sees Ro swinging from the trees with Tallulah laughing and talking to a monkey. And he's all like, I will have you speak no more ill will about Ariana. You are marrying Luciana and that's final. Like, it's not just that Ro isn't royal. It's that he specifically hates her. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she's like 
wild and yeah he wants he has a very specific idea of what royalty should be and what um what proper things should be i don't know if it's here or later but uh antonio and luciana are having a little like meet and greet chat Mm -hmm. and you know realizing that their interests do not align whatsoever yeah um he's all like do you like horseback riding and she's like not exactly and she's like do you like what did she ask opera opera and he's like not exactly um they i like the soundtrack in this movie specifically because uh they play antonio's theme when he's talking about like what he likes and sleeping out under the stars Mm -hmm. and stuff and that his theme that they play when he's speaking is his little exploration song that yep. uh, he's singing when he comes onto the island. Uh, Lucina's Luci- Luciana's Luciana. is uh, her instrument is harpsichord, and uh, she has this little harpsichord theme whenever she's talking oh, about her stuff. It's so pretty. All the poems always said that a heart is made to share. Um, yeah. That's my favorite part of the movie, mm-hmm. actually, when she's singing. Like, Why that's didn't just they let one Luciana little line sing more? Her <laughs> mom's song. Yeah, Luciana should have gotten to sing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Luciana's music, good. Anyways, I just like the scoring there under their conversation. Yeah, so anyways, uh, Rose kind of feeling down because she's like, I'm not made for this place. Uh, I made a fool of myself at tea. All of these things are going wrong. I need to go home. Uh, and they're all like, but there's a ball. So um, all of the animals cheer her up by getting her ready for the ball. Um, and Tallulah is all like, I know everything proper. I know all of the latest trends. You want to tease your hair really tall. You want to have a really big bodice. You want to do all of these things. Um, um, the first dress that she holds up is uh, the dress. They just reused the model from 12 Dancing Princesses. Oh, <laughs> That's adorable. It's so. This Saji. song is a duet between Saji and, and Saji. And then Saji is all like, "No, you want to stick true to your island roots. You want to put a bird's nest in your hair. You want to use these leaves to kind of um, accentuate things." Specifically, my favorite part of this song is when he's got the bird's nest on his head, and Tallulah's like. I think you should lose this silly nest thing. No way! And it, like, zooms in on his face. <laughs> He's so, so disgusted. He's like, what? How could you say that? <laughs> so, I feel like the not plot-related songs, like, the comedy songs in this one, mm-hmm. don't hit as well. No. Um, It's not that I don't like them. <sighs> They're very good. They're very fun. But... Yeah, they aren't as meaningful. Yeah, because it's not like Tallulah and Saji have ever had beef before. Yeah. But it's just a beef song between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it just doesn't feel like it, yeah, adds much to so, the uh, film as a whole. Rhoda aside, she's all like, there is worth in what you're both saying. You're right, I want to look my best, but I don't want to pretend to be something I'm not. Um, She's like, so... I look good in island blue. Um, I want to have these things incorporated into it. Uh, they sketch. Um, the other best part of the song is when Azul humbly offers some of his own feathers. Mm-hmm. Like, he says, do you think they'll do? <laughs> oh, Azul. <laughs> like, it is the only 
uh, humble moment he has in the entire film. And then she like has them on the dress. And, it's very good. And he's like crying. He's so, like, he's so happy and he loves her so much. That's her dad. That's her dad. So Saji says he will paint all the shapes he recalls in regards to island shapes, animals and things. No, he's painting vine designs. And things. Specifically. On her dress, on her skirt. Vine designs, all curly cue. All curly cue. There is a TikToker and she <laughs> made this dress and she was all like, how dare you hand paint all of these? It took her days. <laughs> no! It took her so long. And I, I can't stop thinking about that because I've made cosplay and I know like hand painting things and designs like that. And I'm like, it takes forever. So for Saji to just like, do you know how much fabric is in the skirt of oh, a dress no. like that? It's like <laughs> a giant circle skirt. There's a lot of fabric there. Anyways, I just want you guys to know that would have taken a really long time. <laughs> um, uh, they She gets dressed up for the royal ball and then she goes to the royal ball. Everyone is, she's beautiful and she's graceful and she dances with Antonio. Uh, she gives little girls to- Hey, she has never learned how to dance and he's like, just follow your instincts. You got it. Guys, following dancing, following a lead is so hard. Maybe it's because I have no instincts. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but you're not good at following lead. But I don't buy it. It is. Okay. So it helps if you know the base steps, but there are good leads in dancing. Even if they were good, I'm so bad. Like, I, I, not I literally for you, can't not for you. Okay, but yeah, for okay. other people. Yeah. Um, there are good followers and good leaders. Um, I've mostly done bachata with my sister because she used to do a lot of dance things in Japan. Um, she just learned dances. Uh, so that's very interesting. So I know the base steps and they just kind of nudge you. But that's very specific dancing. And so I don't know. But yeah, there are good leads that can... Okay. help you dance and if you're a good follow if you do have instincts which mm -hmm. i don't <laughs> he privately proposes to her does he yes mm. he's all like i want you to stay i want to spend my life with you yeah and yeah. like and it's not like ro doesn't know that those are his intentions mm -hmm. like they do have a mutual attraction yes but but she's like Hey. She's like you have a duty and an obligation to your well, not even kingdom that. and your father she's like but what about Luciana? Like, yeah. she doesn't want to steal Luciana's man. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, I don't have a right to you, and she does. Yeah, she's like, you are engaged. You're a prince. I'm not. I'm. I need to go home. And she just runs out of the ball. Mm -hmm. And um, while they they are dancing, um, everyone is very impressed. She looks very beautiful, and everyone is treating her like a human being for the yes. first time. Um, and Queen Ariana convinces the king that they should move up the date of the wedding to avoid any distractions. Yep. Um, and Antonio argues with his father, and he's all like, fine, my sisters can rule the kingdom. I want no part in it. I don't want to have a forced marriage. I want to marry someone I love. And he, he is so valid, actually, for that. Like, specifically. I mean, Antonio, yeah. he's on thin ice. But <laughs> So he writes a note for Ro, and he leaves it for her. And it's a note asking her to meet him so that they can sail away together. Yes. He's ready to start He's his like, life with her. meet me at midnight by the fountain. We'll run away together. Um, Tika, who is afraid to lose Ro, overhears and hides the note. And she does not tell Ro about the note. Ariana 
we're back to Ariana and her little pet rats who do sing a very good little song here. Okay, once again, the side songs in this movie don't hit quite as hard. Not that this isn't extremely good and extremely creative. One of the rats is a mime for no reason. <laughs> it's like there are three of them, but it's actually a duet because one of them doesn't sing anything because yeah, he's just he's miming. just a mime. <laughs> but, um... But, like, it's not like we know these characters, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, in Princess and the Pauper, which is the other Barbie musical that I would say has very good spoken music. Yep. Like, what's the word for that? Like, the actual song songs. Can't I feel like there's a difference between the soundtrack and the whatever. Yep. Anyways, um... (laughs) I feel like that one works a little better because all the songs are tied to each other better and are tied to the characters and the plot better. Like, it's not that this song isn't advancing anything because they are doing their poisoning during their song, but we don't know these characters and Mm -hmm. so it just doesn't really It doesn't hit as much, yeah. Anyways, she gives her pet rats, the three of them, sunset herb to spread throughout the kingdom to poison the animals specifically poison them into sleeping forever yes so they sprinkle the sunset herb on all of the the food um, she also the promises the rats all the cheese that they deserve and when they come back and so this whole song's about cheese uh this so he starts out by saying we are a trio of hungry fellas guys she is starving these rats so yeah. that they will do her dirty work for her, <laughs> do her guys bidding. she's a bad person <laughs> she's a really bad person it's a single square of cheese on this big plate the mime rat is just like whatever and then mime's eating some cheese yeah he's, he's a... like i'm satisfied with yeah. this <laughs> so all of the animals who ingest it fall into a coma like sleep um azul also happens to eat some food and falls asleep that's later when they're in jail oh you're right so um, Tallulah is asleep, uh, the pigs are asleep, the horses. Guys, I watched this movie, like, four times. <laughs> I don't know why. I listened to it while I was at work, and then I came home and watched it again. Oh. I was gonna make notes, but then I didn't. After the ball, importantly, she runs into a horse that is has a carriage with a flag the same as, that is Rose design as when she washed up on shore. And she's like, who, who is this family? He's like, oh, it's this family from this uh, country and she's like did they have a daughter and he's like they had Wallachia no that's that's the one in Castlevania it's <laughs> oh something my God. like that though anyways he's like no they only had sons and she's like oh okay so we've kind of got some more like mm, some nibbles at her uh, past all of the animals are asleep except for Roe and her animals and I think Ariana convinces them. She's all like, it must be those. They're all like, has there any been anything new introduced into to their environment? And the only thing oh. new is Roe and their animals. So the Palladia. Anyways, Roe is from Palladia. If I said anything else, then just ignore that because that didn't happen. <laughs> okay. Um. So King Peter concludes that Roe's animals brought the disease to the kingdom and imprisons them. Why? This is some bullshit. Why would you throw her in jail? 
like maybe quarantine her animals because they're like, oh man, those animals got animals sick. Yeah, like sometimes the carriers of disease don't show symptoms. She, it's she did not knowingly infect animals. I do not understand. This is not her fault. I think it's just because the king hates her. But this is in no way treason. This is in no way her fault. I I'm baffled that they would throw her in jail. The whole thing is racist bullshit. <laughs> Like, I know Roe is white, but also blaming foreigners for carrying diseases yeah. is, like, a whole thing, and it's real gross. Um, I don't and care also, for that and at like, all. That's not the movie's fault. Like, they're saying that that's bad anyways, but also, like, the way that they do it is weird. They act like Roe did it intentionally. Yeah. When Antonio is constantly bringing foreign animals home to his kingdom. Yeah. If anything, so it's Antonio's if fault. fault, it's Antonio's. God. Um, Roe has nothing to do with anything and has done nothing wrong. But when you also think about, like, how colonizers spread diseases it to native oh. peoples and like the history of that it's like oh my god that's fucked like this movie if they're gonna bring that up like just don't even do it like yeah but <laughs> peter was just the king was just kind of looking for a for a little in here because he strikes a bargain with his son antonio that he'll free row if antonio marries luciana right antonio told his dad that he quit and now he has to be back in yeah, like, he's all like, I'll let your little girlfriend out of jail if you marry the girl I set you up with. And resume your princely duties. Yep, it's ugh. So, Ro, Saji, Tiki, and Azul, who consumed um some food in prison and then promptly fell asleep. <laughs> and they were like, why would you do that? They're like, you dummy. She has to carry Azul now because he's dead asleep. <laughs> dead asleep? <laughs> um, They are sent off on a ship. Tika realizes her mistake and she's like ro ro i'm so sorry she's like why are you sorry tika and she's like i was afraid i was gonna lose you i was scared the prince loves you he left you a note he wanted to run away with you but i didn't want you to leave me and it's a lot more whiny than that and really uh <laughs> you can't blame me because i'm little and i was sad and scared but i'm really um, she refraining she specifically says don't hate me yeah i'm i need you all to know i'm really i'm ringing it in <laughs> at every turn here i could bash her and i would win i would fight this elephant and win what she's like five you she, could take her i could take her <laughs> they couldn't take her <laughs> i could take her ro is all like it's okay i understand blah 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 ariana has bribed a sailor bribed the captain of this ship to murder ro <gasps> yeah so Holy shit. <laughs> he uh, turns the wheel really, really fast. The mast swings and knocks her and all of her animal companions overboard. And it's freezing and she's bobbing up and down in the water. And it's it's similar enough conditions that she is reminded of when she was knocked off board as a child. And she surfaces and she can't breathe. And they're all like, Roselia, hold on. And she's like, Roselia? It's just Rosella. Oh, Roselia's a Pokemon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rosella is her real name. Anyways, Ariana's a bad person, but damn, that guy was like, okay, I'll yeah. murder someone for money. She like, just gives him a little bag of coins. <laughs> damn, dude. <laughs> that's a that's a human. <laughs> um, The dolphins, she's, she's like, dolphins, please help. And the dolphins come and they 
how do they get an elephant on a dolphin? I don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, water, it. Water, water tension, they got it. I'm they, sure it's I fine. I guess they got I'm it. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, so the dolphins save them. Woo. Um, and then they're making their way back to the kingdom. And Ro learns from a little bird, the little bird she saved originally. Mm-hmm. Um, that Okay, 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 okay. You ready to talk about this bird? Because we see this bird at least four times in the film. <laughs> First, when Ro saves the bird. Then the bird is the one who tells them that three rats put something in the food, which leads them to discover the sunset herb. Yep, they know it's sunset herb, and they're all like, we know what this is, this is so weird. Who would do this? We know how to cure it. I know there's island roses in the greenhouse, let's go tell everyone we can cure it, but nobody will listen to them. And then and they get thrown in jail. And Antonio. Um, I believe that the third time that we see this bird is when Rose's mother arrives at the wedding. A queen with a flag that is has the same white rose on it that we saw earlier for that duke and duchess who only had three sons. I don't know if we mentioned that all, but whatever. When she was talking about a horse. You remember this scene. You remember that. We have the same flag. We have a woman. The bird gets shocked by a bell ringing and falls. And the, the this woman picks up the bird in exactly the same manner that Roe did. And, like, pets it a little bit and sends it off. Like, we have made an immediate parallel. Mm -hmm. And then this woman is walking into, like, the wedding reception or whatever. So we see her in the back. um, Someone addresses her as your highness. If you were paying enough attention, you could have it right now. Mm -hmm. Like, specifically, that is all the information that you need. We have (laughs) the, uh, we have the flag. We have the association with Roe. We know that she is royalty. Yes. Um, but so I just I, I just appreciate that it's they do setup. some really nice setup. uh setups like that mm-hmm. anyways um the bird yeah, comes the bird is also the one who tells her and is all like hey Ro Ariana that put something put something in the wedding on the wedding cake and that's going to kill Peter and Antonio and her daughter and all of the wedding guests they're um, all going to she specifically told Luciana don't eat anything Oh, you're right. She said, and remember, don't eat anything on your wedding day. And she's like, why not, mother? And she's like, it's bad luck. Mm -hmm. So I guess she cares about her daughter a little bit. No. uh, She she needs her daughter to rule the kingdom. Uh Yep. She needs her daughter to be ruling the kingdom. And she says, and who rules Luciana? Because she's going to be in charge. That's that's her whole deal. And so when she brings out the sunset herb to poison the animals earlier, she says, I didn't think I would need to use this so soon. Her plan was to poison everyone from the very beginning. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but now she has a way to blame Ro and get Ro out of the picture. She thought that was more of an immediate mm-hmm. thing. She was probably still going to murder everyone at the wedding. Yeah, yeah. But she was like, we'll just do this early. Yeah, <laughs> bring this out. Yeah, um... So Ro is all like, so we know it's Sunset Herb. She goes and she makes an antidote to wake up Azul, but is stopped by the guard. She's trying to get to the uh, greenhouse because she's like, they have the island rose there. We can mm-hmm. cure everybody. Tika disrupts the wedding and gets Antonio to come to Ro's rescue. So <laughs> um, it's really funny because the guards are arresting Ro and she's like, go, Saji, go find Tallulah. And uh, so Saji is carrying the antidote because they made it, and so she. Yep. Um, but like he walks on his little back legs, and he's, he's like just waddling, waddling. away. He's running. And she's like, all like, 
we have the antidote. Hurry, you have to go give it to Tallulah so they believe us. <laughs> the guards couldn't catch a red panda who's just like waddling away. It's really it's cute. It's so funny. I love Sanji so much. He's so cute. I love him. Anyways, yes, Tika bursts into the wedding. She and goes, when they're Whoa. saying, speak now or forever, hold your peace. Which and is she, hilarious. Yeah, lets out a uh, an elephant snort. <laughs> Trumpeting. Yeah, there we go. That's that's the verb. <laughs> um, she disrupts the wedding and gets Antonio to come to Rose rescue. And then Saji makes his way to Tallulah and gives her the antidote and wakes her up. And so we get, Antonio brings Ro back and she accuses Ariana that she's like, she put something in the cake. Everyone, she's like, she's trying to poison everyone. She's the one who poisoned the animals. She's trying to poison everybody here. It's sunset herb. I just healed it. I can, I can prove it. And mm-hmm. and Ariana's and so, all like, she's a crazy island girl. She can't prove anything. Um, She says, did a little bird tell you? Which the bird did. Yes. And everyone like titters with laughter because so, everyone here is racist. Yeah, and nobody believes her. <laughs> like, until it's not even like the right thing. They're like xenophobic because yeah, Ro is foreign. Uh, and so Luciana remembers that her mother forbade her to eat anything. And she's like, why did you tell me not to eat anything, mother? And she's like, it's not good for your wedding day. And she's like, then you won't mind eating some cake, right? I think uh, Antonio does that, actually. Mm-hmm. He gives her a slice of cake. And, and she's like, she's uh, like, how do I know you didn't poison yeah. it? And then Luciana's like, but you did, mother. She's like, yeah, you told me not to eat anything. You put this here. So Ariana is, uh, she tries to flee in a carriage. She runs off, but it wrecks. Uh, it crashes, and then she is flung into the pigsty with the sleeping pigs in the mud. There's this whole chase scene, um, and she runs like some girl off of a bridge, and, and um, Ro and Tika are behind her, like chasing after her, and so is Antonio, but like separately. Yeah, and I just think it's really funny that like Antonio goes right for the girl who fell off. Ro does not stop for a second. She has a mission. <laughs> well, I would also like to argue she kind of looks at the girl and she looks at Antonio. And there's kind of an understanding that he's going to stop. Because she's ahead. I just, I don't remember her looking at her, which I, I just think it's funny. But yes, <laughs> they do make a good team. Like, you can, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, she's flung into mud. She's like, no, pigs. Anything but the pigs. And so they're all like, wow, Ro, you saved our kingdom. And he's like, she's like, I didn't get your note. I'm sorry. I don't even know if they mentioned the note, but he's all like, I love you. I want to be with you, Ro, please. And she's like, you should call me Rosella because that's my real name. I remembered it. During this conversation, um, Antonio tells his dad, I don't want any nonsense about me having to marry a princess. And yep. his dad's like, maybe it is time for a change around here. And then the movie backtracks. <laughs> yep. So the king is all like, you know what? This girl you're in love with just saved everyone here. I think maybe you could marry her. That'd be fine. Uh, <laughs> Luciana, you want a, a room to stay in for a while? Uh, <laughs> Poor Luciana. She deserves better. Yeah. They're all like, maybe it's time for a change. You wouldn't have to marry a princess. If you really love this girl, this can be who you marry. And then Rose says, call me Rosella. And then some woman says, Rosella? Rosella? I had a daughter named, named Rosella, Rosella once, once. And it's Queen Marissa from Palad- Palladia. I would have gotten there eventually. Palladia. Palladia. I would have gotten there. Okay. You I'm just... sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't find it. I just needed to know. It was important. Uh-huh. To uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. So Pal- Marissa comes forward 
And she's like, I lost a daughter once named Rosella um, at sea. And, and then, then Rose starts singing. <laughs> Rose starts singing. And just imagine if this wasn't her mom <laughs> or something. Imagine you're like, all at once, everything is different. And they're all like, what are you, what are you, what are you singing? What are you, that's not a song. That's not a song from this movie. What? <laughs> um, so, but then uh, Marissa starts singing the lullaby with her. They're doing cute harmonies, and uh, Marissa I knows love that duet. The oh, second, so uh, the second part, the l- lullaby, confirming the truth of the story. <laughs> that this is her mother. That this I'm is her crying. family. It's so good. It's I a love good that song. Scene. Peter begs Rose forgiveness, thanks them for saving their lives, and then she and Antonio... We assume there's a time skip because it's not the same wedding. They can't use that cake. Um, (laughs) Her and Antonio get married. And Luciana meets a handsome prince at the wedding. Uh, They kind of pan to her, and she's sitting next to some guy. Um, I think it's just Julian from Princess and the Pauper. Oh my god. Oh, also... Which would be a good match, honestly. Also, I'd like to point out... Um, Ariana has, not Ariana, uh, Luciana has a cat that's just like, oh yeah, it's, it's just, um, it's just Serafina Brown. It's just a Serafina model, but brown, and she's not as cute. She's fine. (laughs) They just didn't give her, like, a personality, because she's just a cat in this, so. Yeah, we don't ever hear her cat talk. No. Um, anyways, uh, Rowan Antonio sail off to find new adventures, and they bring Tiki, Saji, Azul and Tallulah. The end. We've saved the kingdom. She's a princess, so they didn't actually have to change any rules for him to not marry a princess. Yeah, yeah. That's it. There is no challenge of the status quo. This movie, racist, (laughs) colonialist, (laughs) supports feudalism, the status quo, (laughs) and royalty. It was very cute, though. It's Um, really fun. I think that it would have been stronger if... Because there's a scene where they're on the boat, like, being sent away, and Saji says, uh, even if those people don't recognize you as one, you're a princess in my eyes. And it's like, what if that was the theme? What if they were like, Ro is a princess because of how she carries herself, because she is a person of integrity, and... (laughs) Yeah, I would like to argue that um, as Ro is the daughter of Prince Azul, yeah, she's already royalty. <laughs> she's the princess of peacocks. <laughs> Did you see her dress? Absolutely, absolutely, that counts. I that got counts. it. I called it. Like, and if she's the only person who lives on that island, then like, who's to say that she's that that's not her land, quote unquote? Yeah, <laughs> and then she is. She's like, I've got land. <laughs> Um, Any final thoughts? That would have been a stronger theme. Move on. Um, Yes. uh, The ending song, I also like very much. It also doesn't hit quite as hard as, say, Princess and the Pauper's final song because it doesn't tie into the other musical numbers. It just, it doesn't, and it doesn't tie into the themes either. It doesn't add to the rest of the movie once again. It's just kind of a conclusion. Oh, yeah. The ending song. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're not even singing it. It's just like over the. It's the same as Princess and the Popper, uh, wedding song, kinda. But but the Princess and the Popper wedding song brings back reprises from other yep. songs. It brings back. Yeah, theming. this is just it kind actually, of. It's a, yeah, this is a nice song, but it. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it a lot. But I'm saying that it doesn't tie into the themes of the story, and it doesn't tie into 
the themes musically. And so it doesn't feel, uh, it feels like it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah. I like all of the music. That's the wrong movie. No, that's it. When we have love to guide us as we go. Go. That was a bad harmony. Yeah. I don't think either of us were necessarily wrong, but it somehow was quite bad. Really bad at harmonizing. But yeah, having love to guide us as we go. I don't know. Maybe there's something there to tie into the movie's themes. What were the movie's themes? Who knows? It's Barbie. It's fine. Um, True love. Uh, you should stand by your family. You should stay true to who you are. But there was so much going on plot-wise about like political stuff and like that was none and, of that and, was a plot. And none of that. None of that was a theme. No, yeah, or a lesson. And so, but those were the themes in like Princess and the Popper or in like. Like, as much as I say that these movies are generally inoffensive and so can't really say anything, they do sometimes say some things. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Ma- Magic of Pegasus had some incredible themes about, like, womanhood and, like... Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe that was mostly me projecting onto the <laughs> film, but <laughs> there was something there. There's not much here. Um... I want to let you know that there is a Barbie is the Island Princess video game. Oh, yes. I, I played that one. did not play it. You, you play a series of mini games. You can throw a spear at bananas and it's really hard. There are 28 mini games. Oh, yes, there are. I need you to know that it was made for the platforms PlayStation 2, Microsoft Windows, Wii, Nintendo DS, and Game Boy Advance. That is five <laughs> platforms that this game was released on that seems a little excessive maybe you know i'm sure it was really fun though um i played Dang. the swan princess that one was, that was an old game like i guess it can't be 2007 that old. when did the wii come out like the they must have ported that later no let me tell you when the wii came out give me two. the wii is always earlier than i think it was but yeah it i don't know i'm always all like I'm old. Every time I find out when the Wii came out, uh-huh, uh-huh. the Wii came out 2006. What? No. It was first released. No. Uh, oh, that hurts. North America, that December 2006. No, that can't be right. I suppose we're two console generations from then, but no. Oh God, GameCube came out 2001. My sister bought a GameCube for a hundred dollars with her own money. That was a lot of money. Dang. Games used to be $30 new released. That was the price of a game. $25 to $30. Games are $60 now. Mm-hmm. This is why I don't buy video games. It's so expensive. I buy Steam games because they're all like, yeah, this is a game for 3 to $10. And I'm like, okay. Or Steam <laughs> has really good sales and then I'll buy Borderlands for not $60. Yeah, that's... It, <sighs> It's Anyways. so bad. Yeah. Who can afford video games? I guess people do. Mm. I'm, I need, actually, I'm going to have to buy a video game. I want the Kirby game that's new, that's coming out. <laughs> it looks so good. Um, so voice cast, Kelly Sheridan is Ro. Um, Melissa Lo- Lones, L-Y-O-N-S, Leones, is mm. the singing voice for Rosalia. Mm-hmm. Rosella, sorry. I, okay, Alessandro Giuliani, Giuliani is Prince Antonio. Oh, our boy. Oh, our boy, Alessandro Giuliani. And I was like, 
because I looked up this movie because I was looking up stuff and I was like, I know that man's face. Why? <laughs> Is that Prince Eric? Is that Prince everyone this man <laughs> is in the adventures of sabrina the oh. new sabrina show oh, that's yes. on netflix I think we talked about that before well i completely forgot okay, yes he's uh married or dating to one of her aunts and i'm so. like i know that man's <laughs> face he was in battlestar galactica i think Ooh. Anyways. If any of our listeners have forgotten, uh, Alessandro Giuliani was Julian in Princess and the Popper. He was Kai in Fairytopia. Yep. He was Prince Nalu in Mermaidia. Yep. <laughs> um, so so he's he's been a couple for us. Anyways, we just like him because he's Julian. Yeah, we um, like Julian. Sometimes I think we're all like, oh, we love these voice actors. How iconic of them. And I'm like, what if they said something racist? I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Um, so any place that we cool. give these people, um, know a- that if they're racist, it's retracted. <laughs> uh, as far as I know, Kelly Sheridan is like pretty solid. She's on Twitter. She seems like a cool lady. Speaking of people who we love, but, uh, could, could be racist and we wouldn't know. Our Christopher Gaze is Saji. Christopher, Christopher Gaze. Gaze is a delight. Um, for people who may have forgotten once again, Major Mint, uh, yes. the King and Rapunzel, um, Fungus Maximus, iconic, like, iconic. This man has given us so much. Um, Steve Marvel as Azul. Was um, he anything else? And uh, no, yeah, that was. This is his only Barbie film. Yep, Susan Roman as Tika. Has she been in? Let me check. Nope, nope. Um, Gary Chalk as Frasier. Um, Russell Roberts as King oh, Peter. Oh, Gary Chalk is, what, is a... What has Gary Chalk done? Huh. He does a lot of bit parts. Okay. Uh, he was a baker in Swan Lake. He was Hervé in Princess and the Popper. <gasps> oh, that makes sense. Yep, Hervé. <laughs> and he was, uh, the not himbo in Twelve Dancing Princesses, Desmond. Oh, yep, Desmond. The man who could have been a himbo if he had only respected women more. He should have drunk his respecting women juice. <laughs> I drink my respecting women juice every day. I was told I couldn't be a himbo. Can I be a himbo? Well, we we got the weights down. We, we I think you can be a himbo if you work on it. I think okay. to be a himbo, you have to improve yourself. Okay, I have to have good body, good muscles. Okay. I don't know that you act. Actually, I don't know that you can be a himbo specifically because <laughs> say it, <laughs> say it <laughs> specifically. Uh huh. I don't know that you have enough symbol love and joy in your heart. Oh, I thought you were gonna call me a twink. <laughs> oh, no, I think you could improve your body enough for him. <laughs> I'm just too judgy. Yeah, I'm too judgmental. A himbo is a simple person. You're right. Um, without I wish. too many thoughts in their head. I wish I had no thoughts in my head. I have a lot of times when I have no thoughts, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, not that way. Not in the good way. No. Patricia Drake is Queen Danielle. Betts Malone is Tallulah. Uh, Britt McKip as uh, Rika. Carly McKillop as Gina. And the, I wanted to Chantel. look that up because Britt McKillop is my girl. She's um, the girl who was in Scary Godmother. Uh, and her sister Carly is here McKillop. too. Yeah, yeah. They must be. She must have like just gotten old enough to start yeah. being one of the Kellys. <laughs> Which I think is fun. Um, Andrea Martin is Queen Ariana. And Candace Nicole is Princess Luciana. Kate Fisher is Queen Marissa. 
Wow. Kathleen Barr is here as the bird. Oh, okay. I was wondering who Tiny was. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Ian, Ian James, James Colt! Corlette was a pat, one of the rats. <laughs> oh, as a gag credit, Matt, the mime rat, is credited to be voiced by himself. <laughs> That's adorable. That's <laughs> so cute. That's incredible. Oh, I need to know uh, is sung by Cassidy Ladden. Oh, like the pop version at the end? Yep. I need to know at the very end. I don't like the pop versions of... I don't ever like it when they do that. Yeah. Like... When We Have Love was sung by, like, everyone. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, conclusion-y songs. Um, so the only time that it's been good that they've um, redone a song in the ending credits is in Shrek 2, when they have that really weird cover of um, <laughs> I, I Need a Hero... Yes! <laughs> oh, it's such a good version. It sure is. It's, it's so such good. A good version. But it's such a weird vibe to end the movie on, but I uh, love it so much. I need the Shrek Anyways. 2 uh, soundtrack. I only have the Shrek 1 soundtrack. I have the Shrek 2 soundtrack. What? Bro, we can be so strong, We're, so powerful. Um, let's go on a road trip right now. <laughs> um. So I just remembered that we rate these at the end. Oh. Do we have criteria or do we just like um, do it? We have... Uh, Plot, characters, and music, Okay, I believe, is our three criteria we kind of go. Um, I think as an overall, this is like a seven, eight for me. Mm. It's very high on the nostalgia. As a child, I was in love with this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't age well with the colonialism. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, music, oh, seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. Out of all of the Barbie musicals, this is one of the better put this together ones. This is one of the better. And there aren't a lot of Barbie musicals. There I should be more. Recently. There should be more. Yeah, they didn't make a lot ton of musicals. Uh-uh. Because I was all like, yeah, aren't all of the later ones musicals? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they are not. Um, music. I think an eight. It's yeah, all good I think music. It's really strong. It's but not it's not as like strong as Princess and the Popper. No, Popper. it's not going to be like a nine or a ten because you're right. Ray is right. Some of the motifs don't quite work. Uh, some of the comedy songs don't hit as hard don't fit um, as well during the overture they only use like three songs it's like i need mm-hmm. to know and but they uh, do a nice job with reprises lullaby song they or at least yeah. they attempt reprises which a for effort and they do have nice theming in the soundtrack like mm-hmm. i was saying like um during their uh dance at the ball they play i need to know yes um and it becomes, like, Antonio and Rose love theme. Yeah. Like, when he's talking about her, then I need to know we'll play in the background. It's very nice. It's I like the soundtrack. Very nice. Um, I, I like the theming in the soundtrack, mm-hmm. specifically all the background music. Characters, I think, is a nine. I think these are all very solid characters. Brotika is here. I hate her. <laughs> I was pretending she wasn't here. Ah, okay. That's why it's a nine and not a ten. She was the minus one. <laughs> But we do have we do have Saji. We do have Luciana. We have Luciana. Um, we have Ariana. We have okay. everyone. What I'm I saying. I feel like Antonio doesn't stand out very much, though. No. But what I'm saying is everyone has a personality, a pretty mm, solid mm-hmm. personality. The king and the queen. I know their personalities. I know yeah, what they're and about. They have like um, conflict and they have resolution. Yeah. Um, Ariana. We know what she's about. Yeah, she gets some a character, good character songs. building. You're right. Luciana does not get a lot of screen time she doesn't she gets a little bit of a song she sings i know exactly what she's about yeah yeah you're right um uh antonio is the weakest but i know what he's about 
I hate Tika, but I know what she's about. <laughs> I know what all of these characters, I know what motivates them. I know who their interpersonal relationships are. They just have very solid characters, I feel. Yeah. Um, Twelve Dancing Princesses, I don't think they did a great job of developing the characters. And that's because they had a really large cast. But this had a really large cast, and I think they did a really great job. You've convinced me. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. I did it. <laughs> I just, like, I don't like the characters, some of them. But they did a really good job of saying what they wanted to say with the characters. And, like, establishing people really quickly with yes. economical storytelling. Yep. So, yeah, they spent all that time on the boat, and we could be led to believe that they fell in love. I just think they did a really good job with the characters. <laughs> plot, uh, like a six or a seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like the plot, but it's kind of weak, bro. It's kind of weak sauce. And Why did he throw her in jail? It doesn't make sense! <laughs> It's not that it's poorly constructed or that no. it's paced poorly, but it's paced yeah, well. It, it's well constructed, but it just feels like, weird. And the fact that the theming is so poor, as Ye far as yeah. like like that too, the fact that age. it has the issues with yeah with colonialism and with not addressing and a lot of the stuff that it kind of wants to address, and like yeah, it's all like we kind of want to touch on these things, but we don't want to get political, so we're not gonna actually <laughs> say anything. Yeah, so I think I rate this movie a seven. I feel like if I remembered, like, our other ratings, done the See, other ones, yeah. But like, seven feels good for me as far as Barbie movies. Yeah, pretty solid. Like, this it's is a, a good movie. good movie. It's a solid seven. The thing is, I don't remember any of my other ratings, so I rate everything as a standalone. So I can't be a, like compared to these other movies. <laughs> I'm just not like, no, how I am feeling today. This is a seven, <laughs> right now, right here. Yeah, I think it's a very fun movie. I really love this movie. It was, when you're a kid, you love Barbie movies, you love princess movies, but this one was, like, really fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, I just remember, like, it was, like, a, it's a specific time in my life I remember, like, owning this movie and having, like, a portable DVD player and watching it Aww. at my aunt's house. Up and, yeah, it was just very fun. Yeah, I feel like this one is pretty strong. I feel like the only thing that really holds it back is the plot, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I still like the plot. It's still a fun plot. I think they did it well. It's just weird. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, a solid movie. I love this movie. You guys should rewatch this movie if you haven't recently. <laughs> um, sing, sing along with those songs. Yes, sing along version. Part on the subtitles. We always have subtitles on. <laughs> We're deaf and blind and learn some harmonies. We should. We should. <laughs> work on that song yeah, again. We'll... It's really fun. I really actually like the harmonies on I mm -hmm. Need to Know. It's it's very cute. cute. Um, yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts? Um, no. <laughs> I, we are so, we apologize for the long, long wait. Uh, I don't even think we have a, a question this week. Oh, crap. Uh, Do you have a question you want to ask? Well, um, I was thinking we asked a question last time, I'm sure. Oh. Did I? Oh, and I know that I looked it up at some point. I'm like, oh no! I figured we this is our comeback, and then we'll get back into the groove <laughs> next time. We are still getting back into the groove. We are going to be more diligent this year about uh, getting episodes out and watching Barbie movies. It's something we enjoy. Um, life and mental illness just gets in the way a lot. Maybe we'll get medicated this year. Um, maybe we'll get medicated this year. Uh, I have to get off of my parents' insurance. Uh, Ray is still figuring out government insurance. It sucks. We're getting there. We're doing our best. I've got 
a new job. Um, things are changing. We have a new kitten. Her name is Riddle Bones. <laughs> um, what's new in our life? We both have purple hair, so you can tell we're related. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're like a family in Fire Emblem. <laughs> Um, we both have purple hair. We have a new kitten named Riddlebones. I've got a new job where I sit at a desk all day and answer the phone. Um, oh, um, I'm hyperfixating on uh, Encanto. <laughs> Ray really likes Encanto. Uh, Speaking of people who have pet rats, <laughs> the new FNAF came out. We're buck wild for it. I'm gonna cosplay oh. that. Uh, that I have a crush on Freddy Moon. Fazbear. Ray has a crush on Freddy Fazbear. Uh, yeah. Lots are happening. I'm still in love with Azuka Midoriya. That, that's a thing we, we've said on this podcast before. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Um, a while back, we did a a, gr- a group up, a group podcast. Oh, yeah. With Chaos has it, Have we not come out with anything since then? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. That that seems like us. That's the only podcasting we did last year. Um, I'm so... That was so nice of us, them to invite us onto that podcast. That was that was a really fun recording. Yeah, so if you guys want to check out Content and Capable uh, podcast, it's Content and Capable all together. Um, they're on... Uh, twitter um they have a link tree on there you can probably find the other things it's a really good podcast in general um it's really yeah it's really fun and interesting interviews about being an adult and like how how (laughs) what that means in the modern age so uh we talked about barbie and liking barbie as an adult it was me ted i am ted Ted. (laughs) i'm ted me as ted ray is themselves uh (laughs) Juice, our friend Juice was there, and so was our friend Charlie. Uh, Juice and Charlie both have their own podcast. You should check them out. Um, Charlie's podcast is Fandom's Gone Wrong. Uh, Juice also has a Barbie thing, but I know they're really busy with school, so I don't think they've been doing anything recently. Um, But yeah, that's kind of what we've been up to. We're doing our best this year. The holidays got really hectic, um, and holidays last kind of from like September to early January. <laughs> so the end of the year is really hard <laughs> to do anything. Gosh, guys, I had a bad December. <laughs> yeah. Um, but here's to hoping. Not that that has anything to do with us <laughs> podcasting. It's just um, like in general. But happy 2022. We hope you guys yeah. are having a good new year. Um, things have been going bad for so long for so many people. Uh, and it's still going on. But we just gotta stay positive and keep watching Barbie movies. Keep doing the things you love. Keep taking care of yourself. I love you all. Hmm. That's it. Cause... Oh, hey, Ted. Yeah, you, you know what? What? Barbie movies slap. Barbie movies slap! <laughs> oh my god! You're right! <laughs> Alright, thanks guys. Thanks, bye. 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 <laughs>